Hello and welcome back to Thank You to Creations podcast. I am your host, Elle, and we have our co-host, Mr. Colors Estrada. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> doing good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm actually pretty excited for uh, today's topic. Um, actually found or did some research on, on a topic that I'm very interested about, it's, you know, kind of uh, paranormal and um just kind of like uh, some real scary stuff because it could kind of happen for real to certain people so yeah i'm pretty excited so how you so been? it's not oh, good so you said uh, you said it's not paranormal it's more of scary reality for people is that right yeah it's it's yeah it's pretty creepy <laughs> well i'm excited uh, you're taking you're taking the reins of this episode that's new yes, that's exciting yeah. Yes, How do you yes, feel? Excited. Uh, it's a lot of responsibility. So, <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> if no, you remember, I know. Go ahead. I say, if you remember, all the the first episodes started recording. It was always me doing most of the talking and the research. Like we would actually sit together in the room, and I would be researching as we're talking. Yeah, and I and I was like your hype man. You'd be like, yeah, what? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but yeah, we have to evolve and move on and do different things. Uh, but yeah, now that I have a good topic, I think it just intrigued me. Um, honestly, it made me feel kind of sad at the same time because things something like this can happen, and unfortunately, I would never want to be in this position. So the, the the title of you know whatever you want to call this is going to be uh, more people that live under in the sewers of Las Vegas. So there seems to be like in a huge amount of people that live, you know, they are homeless. Not only they are homeless, they actually live in the sewers of Las Vegas, and these and these sewers are humongous. There are miles and and, and miles of you know, sewers that connect the city of Las Vegas. And there's more than 1,500 people that live underneath those sewers. You know, so you're talking about people that have been through everything. So one of the things is, you know, um, the research that I've done is that people will go and interview homeless people, what they call more people, and they will ask them, like, hey, how did, how did this happen to you? How did it all start? So some people will say, okay, well, one main thing, main thing in Las Vegas, you know, when you go in Las Vegas, you're going to go ahead and and, and, uh, go and spend your money, gamble. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were doing that. They lost everything. So they... Quick question. uh So the article that you were reading or the research you did, was it mostly people who used to live in vegas or las vegas or was it people who came from other states and then ended up there they are all over the place uh i saw i I mean i saw one video that um it was a soldier that came from chicago um he was a military veteran uh he had no legs he was in a wheelchair actually his nickname i think was wheels literally just that wheels and he didn't want to say his name but he um technically what happened he got into drugs and he ended up going to las vegas for some some reason oh because they have good meth 
technically. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> didn't know that. I didn't know that. You, know, mess, mess. <laughs> you want to mess up, you can go to Las Vegas. Um, okay. Yeah, so he ended up going over there and, um, you know, he lost everything and now he's living under the sewers and he kind of wishes he could go back to a normal life. But in order to do that, I mean, you have to have a stable job or some kind of help from the government to help them be, you know, get out of there. The other person, it was actually a couple. The other two people were a couple from Hawaii. And apparently in Hawaii, it is a felony to have any kind of drugs. Oh, wow, I didn't Uh, know that either. Yeah, it's a huge, huge deal. Um, So this person had meth, he had a pipe, and I guess once they find you, they're, they, I mean, you're going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So this person was married to this lady and they ended up, he ended up saying, hey, I got money in the bank. I'm going to go ahead and go somewhere. I'm going to get out of, uh, of the island. And the, the wife ended up going with him and she also has a, you know, a drug problem. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they ended up going to uh, Las Vegas. Why? Same thing. Meth is good over there, I guess. They have the purest of the purest drugs over there. So, okay. yeah. So it's you know it's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just people that are, are born there, unfortunately. And yeah, it is incredibly sad to hear about the couple, of course, right? But also the soldier because whether you know, I don't know if he discussed what happened to him, why he lost his legs, but I'm guessing it could have been in battle or it wasn't in the military. It was okay. So in that for his case, it's so incredible incredibly sad because, you know, there are millions of veterans that have lost limbs or mentally are unwell when they return from war. And there doesn't seem to be enough help for them to get you know to to get the resources or they need like it's not out there for them and unfortunately some people of them end up either unfortunately dead or in these situations where they get into drugs or into miles away from where they used to live because they just lost everything so that's incredibly sad it really reminds me and i might have showed you this music video it talks about this exact problem how a lot of military veterans don't get the help they need once they get discharged and it was mm-hmm. a song by a company, I don't know if you remember it. And actually, I think most, some of the video is actually in Vegas, in Las Vegas. Um, and it's the same kind of story within the music video about these soldiers who go to war together. They come back, some of them come back and they're successful. And other ones are mentally not well. They have disabilities now and they're homeless. Um, it was Bad Company. And I can't remember the name of the song, but I'm sure you've probably seen it. And that's yeah. you Talking about it, I immediately thought about that music video. That's so sad. Oh my god! Yeah, I actually, it has. I have it in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the name I just I just don't know the name of the song, but yeah, it's pretty sad. The video, the music video shows a person mm-hmm. who actually went and did really well for with himself or himself, and then the other partner, I guess, he was in the streets and he found them, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in the streets of Las Vegas, and he helped them, uh, you know with his drug problem and 
the majority of these people that live on the you know in the sewers they actually have they want to they want to go ahead and, and be better and do better with their lives but they don't have the resources they don't have the the you know the help that they need um they also some of them don't want to get help don't want you to find out that they're doing drugs so some cops will flash their lights in there and see if there's anybody in there that can help if if not then you know they move on and these people are so deep inside of the sewers that cop is not going to go in there and look for them right you know so that's one of the biggest problems is just not only the drugs <laughs> excuse me the government's not doing anything about it to help them So that's you know the saddest part of it. Uh the other sad, sad part of it you know is they have to go and and find how do they find food? They have to go find you know go dumpster diving in different hotels, different restaurants, they go on in the back and some people they know them and they'd be like, "Hey, you know this the steak was here and you can take it. No one's going to eat it." so they give it to them or you know they they've lived there so long that they already have like a community they have rules in their in their system they have like a leader in their system you know because it's the sewers are so big if you are you know trying to do good for yourself um you can have a whole apartment in there people have two bedroom apartments they have showers they have kitchens they have living rooms you know and it's like that's their home but they want to do better but they can't because they're stuck in drugs they're stuck in their ways and there's no help same thing you know so i mean um when i say they have they have rules they have like a governor a government if you're messing around they'll kick you out they'll tell you get the hell out you don't belong here and you're saying most of them are dependent on some kind of drug correct the ma- the majority the majority mm-hmm. are um there are some people that you know they lost their their homes because they lost their jobs they, they went homeless and they couldn't find anything else and mm-hmm. fortunately for them there are these more people that that will invite you to their home and be like hey you know we have a place where you can stay we have food we have everything and i mean for them to survive and be able to share their resources is is truly like really amazing to see how people Oh, the the bear. Oh, I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, the the biggest threat that they face is of course drugs and uh mother nature. Mother nature being when it rains it pours, you know. It rains, everything goes to the sewers, the sewers pick up all their stuff, throws them out, they go to their home. So it is uh it's very sad like I said, it's very scary because this could happen to anybody. Um if you're not careful under the decisions that you're making, if you have a gambling problem, if you have a uh drug problem, if you don't want to get help with it, um it could be a little bit too late and you can end up in there or worse you know yes ma'am 
you have any questions? No, I think that uh, it's more of a, like you said, a homelessness problem. We saw it a lot when we were living in Texas. Austin, a lot of the movement they're trying to make where they were trying to have the regular population be happy, you know, they would push out the homeless people out to these outskirts of town where they were living under bridges or, you know, in tents, and then they made it so they couldn't live in there anymore. So where were they supposed to go? Uh, we saw it again in Chicago last year when we were in Chicago, and a lot of the people who still live there, our old friends, family, say that it became more of a problem after COVID because they lost their homes, they lost their jobs. And so we saw it ourselves, like we would get on the train and there would be homeless people with their carts and they would just get on one stop and then never get off. So honestly, I feel like it's much more of just a drug problem because it has to start somewhere, right? Um, and it really just brings me back to a lot of TikTok videos I run into sometimes where people are like on Dollar Tree grocery budgets because that's how bad it is. Like they're trying to feed their families, but the only thing they can afford is going to Dollar Tree. And I mean, maybe you haven't gone to Dollar Tree lately, but their their selection of food isn't very, very big. You know, it's not like the healthiest things. Um, so it, it's really, it, it really makes you think, you know, um, you know, what exactly is being done and what can be done. Um, and, and does anyone really care, you know, for these people because it doesn't seem like it. Las Vegas brings in probably billions of dollars a year within yeah. the restaurants, the entertainment, the casinos. And you're telling me there's no nothing that can be done. Like I just I don't think that's that's accurate. Yeah, I mean there are, you know, there is help out there. You can go ahead and and, and try to see if we can help them. But going inside of the source is kinda like going into a whole nother world where you don't know and you know this there there could be drug uh uh, how do you say drug dealers in mm-hmm. there? So if you're gonna go in there and you're gonna go, you don't know what you're looking for, and you find a drug dealer, he's gonna question you. You, you know, I've never seen you around here. What's going on? He could probably just kill you there. No one's gonna find out where you live because, I mean, there's a whole different world over there. So it's it's more of a an invitation type of thing that they have to invite you into. You know, and really is what they really want to do is for you to go ahead and and seek help for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a there was a lady there that she had all kinds of like weapons. She had a bunch of knives and stuff, but she's like, look, I just, I want to get out of here. But right. I'm trying to get, uh, her first thing was she needed an ID, an ID so she can get help from, uh, uh, what are those places you call when you go and you're homeless and you, they give you help, uh, like uh, a homeless shelter. Yeah, shelter, a homeless shelter. And she really wanted to go. And she asked the cameraman, she said, hey, uh, can you help me? And she said, yeah, just give me your information. We'll try to, you know, have someone contact you as soon as possible. By tomorrow, we'll have an answer for you. And, you know, all these people are interviewing the more people. But at the same time, they are trying to bring awareness and they are trying to bring help to them because... I mean, who would want to be in that situation where you wake up the next day, you don't have anything because it rained really hard or you get stabbed to death or you get robbed in there. So people just get in there and next thing you know, you're robbed. 
you you work so hard to maintain a lifestyle um, or close to a home that you have built inside of a sewer, and then here comes another drug addict to steal whatever you have so you can get some more drugs. Is yeah. there maybe some kind of happy ending to this? It is very interesting topic, very sad for our content. <laughs> Well, I did say it was scary, so I don't I don't know if there's any happy ending to it because it's still going on. Um, like I said, if you want to help, I'm I'm sure we could probably put some information in in the in the link, and we can probably do a little bit more research about how we can people can help or donate something. I wouldn't want you to go there, okay? I don't recommend you going there. I don't recommend anybody going there without you having the knowledge or knowing someone that has been there. You know, if you want to check it out for yourself, that is up to you. I don't recommend it. Why? Because I wouldn't want anybody to go through something horrible, like they get stabbed or they get shot, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but... Yeah, we're going to go ahead and put some... Uh, we'll do a little bit more research about it, and maybe there are some kind of... Um, uh, help out there, organizations, and you guys can put some money in there or, you know, give out some donations and some foods and some food, maybe help out so they can get out of there. Uh, but when I said it was scary and, and, you know, almost supernatural or, you know, whatever it was, it's just, it's just not for me. Yeah, not but maybe not supernatural, are, but definitely, definitely interesting and definitely scary because it can happen to anyone. You know, we we have been through so many different, uh, I would say, positions in our life that mm -hmm. in a moment's time, if we were if we were to make the wrong move, mm -hmm. we'd never know. We just never know, right? Yeah, yeah. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from drugs. Well, I mean, if we have a, a drug addiction, I'm sure we could also put some kind of help. For you guys out there, um, phone number that we can put into the the comments, and you guys can check it out. Hopefully, that will help you guys. If you have a drug addiction, um, you know, do it for yourself. Do it for your family. If you don't want to do it for your family, do it for yourself. Don't fall into that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, definitely know that college and I are always just a private message away too. If you ever want to talk about anything, want to make sure that our platform is inviting to anyone and just make sure that we're not just here for the fame. We don't have fame. No. <laughs> and we're here we, for... You know, we're... Uh -huh. Go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. I, uh... I was going to say, we're not here for the fame. We generally want to make connections with our audience. So we will be dropping some helpful links within the description of these videos or the podcast channel if you all want to check it out. And Colors, thank you so much for taking the time to research this topic. No problem, no problem. It's my pleasure. Like you said, we don't do it for the fame. We just do it for, you know, for the fun um, and bringing attention and the paranormal. We really like the paranormal. I know this wasn't one of those things, but, you know, we sometimes we have to take the time to, to help others out and, um, yeah, hopefully our next episode will be pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> we have a little, you know, we have a little audience, but we're mighty. And 
as long as we are able to, we will start sharing topics like these in between our regular content because it is important to bring some kind of light to these topics. So again, thank you, colleagues, for sharing that with us. Did you want to add anything else before we head out? No, that is all. Thank you so much, you guys, for you know always supporting us. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you very much for supporting our channel. And yeah, we look forward to seeing you or you know hearing from you our next <laughs> our next episode or this episode. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me, babe. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Thank You to Creations podcast. Until next time, bye. Bye.